Hello, and welcome back to Dive In with me, XO Swimmer Girl XO. I am recording this podcast on my Canon um, SX7330. I don't know. Sorry. Um, I got one of these cameras. I got a camera. You know those things. I got a camera um, in 2017, I think. Um, Funnily enough, because I wanted to start a YouTube channel and I did, I had like one or two videos for YouTube, but I, um, I, it just, I deleted them and like privated them because like only people who knew me saw it and I was, I was kind of bullied and I was like really insecure about it. But because I thought I was going to start a YouTube in 2017, I bought like the camera that I saw all the YouTubers that I watched have. And so that's what I'm recording this on. Um, so there's probably like a more up-to-date camera that everybody buys, but this is the Canon and it seems to be working for me. I keep looking at myself in the viewfinder, which is funny and a very like YouTuber thing to say. And I say that with the complete confidence of someone who grew up watching YouTube. Like I have zero chill when it comes to YouTubers. Like, you know, everybody has their thing. I think it's really cool. Like this world is so big and so many people are fans of so many things. And it's so cool to me that like I could be a fan of like Emma Chamberlain and that like somebody who like maybe like I'm a related to or something could have no idea who she is just because of like, she's like, they're not her demographic. But to me and to like many other people, Emma Chamberlain's like a really big deal. Um, and I think it's really funny with like this new, with like social media in general now, seeing how many people are such big deals to so many people. Um, you know, like everybody, you know, everybody matters, honestly. But um, I, I'm, I'm kind of like, putzing around the point that for me meeting like Cody Co would be such like I would be so lame like if I ever met like Cody Co or Kelsey Greppel if I interacted with them I would be like hi like how do I not quote every word of Short King's Anthem but like for my parents um they would be that way if they met like maybe like Bruce Springsteen and I did just compare Cody Ho to Bruce Springsteen and I'm aware of it. And you know what? I'm going to keep it because the thing about this podcast and the thing about me is I do not make edits. Um, so that is, that's that on that. And I guess it's weird because growing up watching YouTube so frequently, the amount of like vloggers that I, I didn't watch like a ton of vloggers. I'm the type of person, I'm fiercely loyal to a fault. You know how some people say like, I'm loyal to a fault. And when they say that for some reason, I'm like, what's the fault in loyalty, honestly? Um, but I'm like a very, very loyal person. And so I don't follow like hundreds of YouTubers, but I followed like a couple. And if they were, if somebody was one of those people that I followed, I was like ride or die. I know everything. Like I've watched every video. And so the people I watch sometimes would be like, oh, stop looking at the viewfinder and look at me now. I'm also recognizing that my posture is something that I'd like to work on here. Um, I think I'm going to close the viewfinder. Ooh, uh, please don't turn off. Please don't turn off. Now I have no idea if this is recording at all which is like so stellar for me, but I think that might be better to just look into the camera itself. <laughs> okay, back to you. Um, and by you, I mean the people who are listening to this and not watching it, because who knows if I can even like edit this to put it online. How is everybody doing this week? Um, I'm doing pretty good. It's Monday when I record this. I think I might make this a uh, trend if I can. Maybe the, tight, the, the turnaround time might be a little too tight um, to do it, but I think the thing about having like a podcast where you don't edit and like this podcast is for me to connect with you guys. And like, I like to feel like we are up to date on each other's lives. Um, is that I feel like the most up to date things, the better, like the more, the less I can pre-record, like the more, um, 
this becomes part of my routine, I think the better for all of us. So I don't know. I just feel like maybe Mondays might be a smart little turnaround thing for me and you and everyone. Um, so my weekend was fine. I've been working a lot. Um, I don't want to be like, it's so hard to be an influencer. First of all, I don't like even think of myself as an influencer, um, which might be like an arrogant thing to say, but it's just true. I just think of myself as I'm just me. Um, but it's kind of interesting. Like the more, the longer I've been on TikTok, the more I realized that like people like, I used to think people said things and to be honest, I didn't really believe them. Like somebody would be like, oh, TikTok took this video down. And I was like, mm, it didn't really take it in my head. I'm like, they didn't really take that down. Like you probably just didn't like it or something. I never commented on that. I never said it because I'm not evil and there's nothing like literally, there's nothing, I have a life. But I've now started to realize that TikTok really does take things down. <laughs> so um, I posted a video in honor of like National Eating Disorder Awareness Week. Um, because I've struggled with disordered eating in my, in my past, like growing up, I've struggled with a disordered style of eating. And I think many people have, and I think people don't really talk about it. And I think that it might be helpful to talk about. Um, so for it, I like went to Trader Joe's and I'm really happy and like really excited about like my relationship with food now. I've worked really hard on it and it's something that like I'm really proud of. And so I did like a Trader Joe's haul and said like, these are all the foods I bought because I like how they taste. And because I said it was honor in honor of National Eating Disorder Awareness Week, it was flagged for like community, like community guidelines violation. And I'm like, okay. And then they were like, you got to be careful because your whole account is going to get taken down. And I like overreacted because, well, I think I appropriately reacted. I was like, what the hell? Um, so that's like really kind of like a recent thing for me. But I kind of feel like there's a, I feel fully like there's a responsibility for people to talk about things that are kind of, that are uncomfortable because I think inherently things that are uncomfortable are things that people are struggling with and they feel kind of alone about. And like similar to like discussions around ADHD, figuring out for me that other people interacted in the world and existed in the world like me made me feel less, you know, broken like at the end of the day I think a lot of the things about ADHD I knew growing up growing up was like I just can't sit still in class like I always talk but I had no idea that it had to do with like the pattern of speech I talk this pattern of speech I talk the way I speak like how I regulate my emotions how I interact with the world how much of an executive functioning disorder it really was and for me reading driven to distraction which I read um made me feel more more like oh this is just me um and so I feel like Whereas I'm not trying to compare like having an eating disorder to having ADHD, even though I just kind of did that. Um, I think talking about styles of eating, especially when you're like a visual person online is important to share. And so I understand that TikTok might've taken my video down because they might've thought, well, she said national eating disorder awareness week, but we heard eating disorder and we don't want this to promote disordered content. And I don't want it to promote that either. Um, hopefully they, they would watch it and realize, I think for me as a public or like any form of public person online, it's my responsibility to share that. Um, like, I think especially when you're online and like people are looking at you and your body, I think it's really my responsibility to share that my body is, um, it looks like this because this is me and that this is due to somebody who eats food healthily, who doesn't like, sell skinny tea who's not like I just don't eat carbs I don't eat fat I don't eat sugar like I just think that that stuff is like really harmful as somebody who watched a lot of that content growing up and I want to make sure people know that that's not me and that if any part of like watching me um makes you think like oh I kind of wish I looked like her I want you to know that I eat 
a lot. I eat as many calories a day as you need. And then I don't, um, like, I just, I don't know. You're supposed to look like you. You're not supposed to look like me. But I think that there, there's like a business in social media that people are starting to get like a more aware of. Like they're peeling behind the layers of, you know, deals that you can get with brands and deals that you can get with companies. And some people, social media is their job. And so frankly, like it's harder to turn down something, I think, if this is the only way that you are like sustaining an income. But I think there's like a weird responsibility in the trust of people who follow you. And like, I don't know, eating patterns, being healthy is something that I'm really passionate about and healthy, not in an orthorexia way, healthy as in, I don't think, I think, and this is probably just a projection. I don't think enough, I think a lot of people are not eating enough calories a day. And, and I just, I don't know, it bothers me. So video got taken down and it was upsetting to me. You're all going to see that I check my phone like live here. Um, so I'm going to read my ads because I have them as a little picture our first sponsor today is Way. So, um, winter has been affecting my skin pretty negatively. I've been feeling dry and dehydrated. And so I'm so glad that I have Way to quench my thirsty skin and leave it feeling satin smooth, especially the Way Melrose Place body cream. It is fast absorbing hydration that prevents dryness with high quality nourishing ingredients. Also, I've been using the Way Melrose Place body cleanser and I have been using this like a lot to remove my um, self-tanner. Like I messed up with self-tanner a couple weeks ago and this was like a huge help for me, honestly. Um, their cleanser balances your skin, gently cleanses and nourishes and is skin softening oils. It's just a really good cleanser. Like it's like thicker and I like it. Um, and it smells nice. So experience the new Melrose Place body cream and body cleanser. Um, experience the new way Melrose Place body cream and body cleanser. Your body, your way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and use code BLEAVE to get 15% off your entire purchase. That's 15% off your entire order at T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, code BLEAVE. And by the way, um, BLEAVE is B-L-E-A-V. It's like B and then leave without the E at the end. I just, I don't know, it's kind of like hard to spell. So what were we talking about? Oh, back to healthy eating habits. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's been a big journey for me and it's something that I'm really passionate about and it's something that I think, um, I don't know, I just want to be open about online. And so I think that also people are, can be really critical of people who exist in social media and I understand that. I understand that most of people, like most people who create content online, you only see content that's like fun for them. And so no matter how much they tell you that like it's a lot of work, you're seeing somebody have fun and you're like, well... <laughs> I have to go to my job. I just burp, sorry. Um, like it can't be that hard for them. I just think it's important to realize like everything is an industry. And so the industry of being online and being on social media involves dealing with brands. And when that becomes the thing that sustains you, I think it's a lot harder to make decisions um, about who you work with, I guess. Especially if you don't have like the privilege that some people inherently have. Um, like I have privilege, like I'm white, I have white privilege and I am, I've gone to college, I have an undergraduate degree, I'm getting an MBA, both of my parents are college educated. Like I have a lot of advantages going into anything like this, which allows me to speak on things because my livelihood isn't completely in jeopardy where other people who do not look like me are just not given the same opportunities. And so I just think it's kind of like my job to at least talk about eating and stuff and I don't know. I hope that makes like any form of sense to any of you. Um, and if it doesn't, that's okay. Sometimes I don't even make sense to me. 
Um, I appreciate you guys respecting my boundaries about the DMs that I wasn't taking. I will take a DM again today. I think we're going to answer some DM advice. So let's go through my Instagram together. Um, you who do 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 do. Uh, da, 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 da. I'm sorry for singing. I do that when I'm, I don't know, nervous. <laughs> okay. Actually, let's go through the podcast Instagram because I think some of you guys are DMing there, which is really nice. Okay. Great. Perfect. Awesome. Hi. Hello. Hi. I love your podcast and your TikToks. You always talk about very relatable content and I appreciate it. I recently, thank you. I recently went through a breakup and my ex-boyfriend and I have the same friend group. We're very close knit and see each other many times a week. Sometimes it gets difficult to show up knowing he'll be there and I've decided occasionally not to go if I know he'll be there. I'm not trying to be rude or petty, but does it come off that way? Is it, is that a healthy way of dealing with it or am I being toxic? That's the end of the comment. First of all, I love you and I want to address your question. Second of all, I'm going to read our second ad so we can get this stuff over with. The ad's not you. So here we go. What's more important than peace of mind? Nothing. And that is what NordVPN is here for, to give you a peace of mind while you're online. With all the threats that you face today on the internet, it's more important now than ever to make sure you have the best VPN you can get. NordVPN is the world's best VPN service, offering the fastest connectivity, most servers, and next-gen encryption to make sure that everything you do online stays secure. Plus, you can use NordVPN on all your computers and devices, no matter the operating system. With NordVPN's unlimited bandwidth, you never have to worry about a slow connection either, and plans start at under $40 per month. So grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com Believe. Use the code Believe. That's B L E A V to get up to seventy percent off your Nord VPN plan plus one additional month for free. It's also risk free with Nord's thirty day money back guarantee. Hell yeah! Anyway, back to your question. First of all, I'm really sorry you're going through a breakup in a friend group. Sorry, you couldn't hear that. I'm really sorry you're going through a breakup in a friend group. That's the worst. Um, I think you, the question of like, is this coming across, is this petty, is this toxic, is a normal question to ask because I think nowadays we like throw around the word toxic all the time and I think that like nobody uses it correctly, not saying that you're not using it correctly. Here's my take. It is your job to look out for you and your emotional well-being. Like that is your only job on earth. Even if this was seen as petty like you're never gonna know what somebody thinks about you and I think that that's like really disarming for everybody and so it makes sense that people are like I think as a society we're always like oh do you think he thinks this about me or do you think they think this about me this is totally normal I've spent like a lot of my life thinking that way I think it is a way we are taught to think and I think it is most disarming to realize you are never going to know what somebody thinks about you unless they tell you and even then like your only job is to be 100% in your own head going through a breakup is really hard. Everybody deals with it in a different way. And if it is healthy for you to not, if it is upsetting you to be around this person, then you not being around them is the right thing to do for you. And I am proud of you for that. They might think it's pot petty. They may think it's toxic. And even if they do, I don't care because I care that you are making the best decision for you. And that is what you should do. And I don't know how old you are. And I know that people say it's an age thing. And I also think it's like ageist to say. They're like, oh, like when you go through a breakup in high school, people are like, you're 17 and life goes on. I'm like, that's like a wildly invalidating thing to say. Frankly, as humans, we always have like the whole range of emotions as a human being. And I think when you're younger, it's actually arguably maybe more difficult to deal with. And I think it doesn't even, why do we have to play like a pain, like Olympics? Breakups suck no matter how old you are um, when you go through them. 
I will say though, so if somebody's like, oh, we're in a friend group and someone's thinking this about me, I think it's important to know, like, I think your friends love you for who you are. And when you take care of who you are, like, I guess unpacking this, when you take care of who you are, when you love yourself, you can show up in other situations as the healthiest version of you. Think of it like you had a little kid. If you had a kid and your kid um, had a cold and you let them stay home from school, you'd let them stay home from school. And then when they went to school, they would be able to focus more on school because they weren't sick. Sometimes I think when we talk about like healing and all this stuff, we can make something seem really complex when it's as simple as like, you are the most important thing for you to take care of. Being around this person is upsetting. Do not be around them. I am really sorry. Um, your friends will love you just like you would love a little kid. You wouldn't hate loving a little kid if a kid was sick. You know, like if you had a kid and they have like a cold, you're not like, oh, you're so agitating now. How dare you have a cold? It's out of your control, which is what your feelings are. Your feelings are out of your control. It doesn't even matter if you broke up with this person. If you broke up with them and it was the most unhealthy relationship you have ever had in your life and when you're around them, you are sad. That is still not your fault. You don't pick to feel how you feel. I said, you don't pick to feel how you feel. I feel like I just like, when I said pick, it blew out. So I wanted to say that twice. Um, so no. It's not, I don't think it's petty. I also, um, I think it's kind of difficult in a friend group when you guys, when people date and break up and I will be honest with you, like I have never done this successfully, but I'm just me. That doesn't mean that it cannot be done because we're different people. We all have different journeys around the earth and like around the sun. And I feel like too frequently we all project our own life experience and say like, well, it didn't happen for me. So if this is happening for you, you're screwed. No. Do what is the best thing for you to do. And sometimes like it's important for you to do what's the best thing for you to do. Sometimes that is not the easiest choice to make. But when it is looking out for your own well-being, it is the best choice to make for you. Your friends who care about you will understand. And I think sometimes it's even more disarming when something like this happens and you feel like the rug's been pulled out from under you. I think it's it's doubly as disarming when you realize like, oh, the rug was pulled out from under me and that friendship was made of plastic and it hasn't broken. And that friendship was made of glass and it was always going to maybe break. It was always extremely fragile. It was always extremely delicate, but the rug being pulled out makes me feel like I broke it. It doesn't matter who broke glass, it's broken. And so I think sometimes like that can be really disarming and I'm very sorry if you were going through that. I have gone through heartache um, a, like a handful of times in my life. It doesn't matter how long you're with someone that doesn't like negate the amount of heartache. And for me, when I went through heartache the most recently, I also felt as though I, I separated myself from friends who knew about him because it didn't want to hear about him because I was sad because I missed him and because it would hurt me to hear about him. And I'll be honest, like I have lost friendships through that. And that was not easy. And that hurt me. Like that made me sad. I, I, the other day was like on my phone looking at pictures or something and a picture came up of someone I was really close to and someone who I felt like I lost in a heartbreak and it made me really, really sad. And um, if you're going through that, I want you to know I love you and there's nothing wrong with you for being sad. Bad things happen to everyone. Difficult things happen to everyone. And I think sometimes we feel like if we can control it or pretend that we can control it, we can avoid it, but we never can. I would avoid being around them as well. I think that's smart. And I want you to know that if there are ever moments where you feel alone doing that, that I'm rooting for you. 
that your life is really big and that the world is really big and that you should, there are people, not you should, but like there are friends that you can hang out with who wouldn't cause pain when hanging out with you. And if you haven't met them yet, I am sorry. I consider, I, I'd be your friend, but look out for you. Um, and I think when you practice that, like you practice validating your own emotions, it becomes easier to validate them with friends. I think sometimes friends don't know. I think, like I just said, you only know what, you only know yourself. And so I think sometimes like you can get caught up in trying to feel cool. And at least I, I spent a lot of time after my heartbreak, like pretending I wasn't heartbroken and then getting agitated that people didn't know I was heartbroken. And then I was like, well, I haven't told them that I'm heartbroken. I haven't said, I haven't said, please don't bring up his name. It makes me sad when I hear it. And I hadn't said that because I thought it was stupid. I thought I was sad. I thought I was pathetic for saying that. And I wasn't any of those things and neither are you. You're a human being. You have feelings for someone. It ended. Of course you're going to have, you're not a robot, you know? And so, I don't know. Sometimes when the rug is pulled out from under you, you can feel really alone. And I want you to know that you're never alone when you're with you. Like you're always with yourself. And that is, that is the most important relationship you will ever have in your life. And I'm proud of you for writing in and eloquently explaining what you're going through because honestly, like that's a really impressive thing to do. And that's the first step at understanding. I don't know if it's petty, but sometimes I don't want to know if they go, Hey, that's identifying how you feel in a situation. And that is a really mature and important thing to do. And I'm proud of you. I'm rooting for you. I love you. And I, I hope you know everything is going to be okay. And no matter what you do right now, it is going to be okay. Even if it's not okay today. And even if you're sad, it doesn't mean you're not okay today. My therapist used to talk about that. Um, when I first started like seeing her, I'd be like, I had a really bad day. And she'd be like, did you have a bad day? Really? And I, like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I just told you a bad day. Excuse me. And we'd run through it. And then I'm like, oh, it's just some bad things happened today. I think maybe it's an ADHD thing that I'm like so... I'm so quick to throw an entire thing out when just part of it didn't work of the day. Anyway, I hope that helps. I'm going to stop the episode now. I'm getting a little, I'm stopping the episode now because I am getting a little anxious about this program breaking again. Um, anything that's like past 30 minutes seems to be a little like woohoo. So I want to stop us ahead of the 30 so that you guys like don't get me cut off, like don't get a cut off version of me. But I want you to know that I love you. I want you to know that all of you mean a lot more to me than you'll ever know. And um, please feel free to DM the podcast for to be like on an episode next week for advice. It's dive in with XO Swimmer Girl XO on Instagram. My Instagram is exoswimmergirlxo underscore because the person who actually has exoswimmergirlxo I think lives in like Idaho. I have no idea where they live, but I've DM'd them a million times. I don't think they've been active for like 10 years and they will not give me the handle and I just really want it and anywho. Um, but yeah, I love you. I'm proud of you and I will see you next Tuesday. Bye.